Hello, and welcome to Druids of Azeroth. And this is episode 16, The End of Shadowlands. I am Patron, and today I am joined by WoW Granddad. Good evening, WoW Granddad. Hey, Patron, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Doing well. Good. How are you? The End of Shadowlands. End of Shadowlands, Yay! finally. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I don't know about you, and I think I kind of know your sentiment on this, but I am mm-hmm. so glad it's over. So glad we're getting into Dragonflight. Uh, yeah. So, um, first and foremost, uh, I would like to welcome uh, Wow Granddad to the show. He is going to be our, our new co-host with me and Liddell. Uh, Liddell is going to be kind of in and out on his availability, so we're going to be uh, you know having options here, which also brings a a lot of variety to the show. So I'm really excited to have Wow Granddad here with us. All right, so... Uh, and I, I am equally excited to be here. I'm glad. Um, I love it. Do you want to take a few moments to uh, talk a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself? Oh, it would take more than a few moments, trust True. me. True, yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll try and give you a Reader's Digest version. Um, in real life, I take pictures of coins for a living. I know that sounds corny, but um, I make over 50 grand a year doing it, so it, it pays the bills. Um, I love World of Warcraft. I am an uh, an OG uh, Dungeons and Dragons guy, and uh, I played Dungeons and Dragons during my college days in the '80s and uh, early '90s, and uh, got out of it. And uh, I guess the way I got into World of Warcraft was seeing the episode of South Park. Yeah, that was uh, a good. That's a good episode. That that got me. That got me interested. And at about the same time, uh, Blizzard was airing the TV commercials with like Mr. T and Ozzy Osbourne and uh, all all those other uh, big time celebrities. Uh, for I think it was Wrath of the Lich King. I think was what they were pushing at the time. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. Those are great. Mr. T. He always said he was a night elf. Was it? Night off Mohawk or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could and you could actually get those things right. in game. You could get like the little bombs in game or whatever they were, and you could toss them at people, and they would get like a mohawk. Yeah, that was that fun. was so that was so cool. That was awesome. It that was. was good stuff. But uh, yeah, that's how I that and that's how I got into it. Uh, I've been off and on uh, playing since about I would say two thousand nine. Uh, help me out on on this veteran. Uh, about what year was it that they had the the zombie apocalypse with the with the uh, crates of tainted uh, grain? Oh, for the preparation of the Wrath of Lich King, I think that was yes, I, I believe, and I'm not 100 percent on this, but I think it was like 2008, maybe. Okay, that that's about when I came into the picture because I remember started off playing a night elf of all things, and it was a warrior. And uh, I played during the summer, and this uh, a, this experienced player helped me along. And you know, we're cruising along. I got him up to like level forty something or fifty something, and then the zombie p- apocalypse hit. And I'm like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. And uh, I I literally stayed away from the game for the rest of the week because I figure i give it a week it'll be over and done with and then i things can get back to normal yeah. and i can and i can play the game again and, and th- that's about how long it lasts it, yeah thankfully they ended up cutting it short i think a little early 
because it was yeah. creating so much problems in the capital city. It was so frustrating. Well, it got to the point, now I wasn't aware of this, but it got to the point where players were kind of like edging the whole apocalypse or uh, pandemic along by in, in, intentionally becoming zombies and inflicting other players. That right. was like their goal. Yeah. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> right? The poor soul is just trying to use the auction house, and here comes uh, mm-hmm. Donnie the uh, zombie, and he starts, yeah. you know, mauling on your in your face. Well, that and and the other the other thing that was causing problems was they were killing uh, crucial NPCs, like you mentioned, the auction house. They'd go and run through and kill all the auctioneers, yeah. and they kill like all your trainers and <laughs> everything. Yeah, back then you needed to go to the trainer to get your your spells. So, yeah, yeah. But anyways, catching up to current, um, uh, I just uh, actually had a very successful fourth session in Shadowlands where I had three of my characters complete uh, the regular raids, all all of them, uh, Castle Nathria, Sanctum, and uh, Sepulchre. Good. Um, and uh, yeah, then and, and that that was big for me because this was actually I think going back to fall of last year, um, or or it might have been summer of last year was was my first time really getting back into endgame stuff. I did a little bit of endgame content like uh, raids and mythic and legion. Yeah, got out of it in BFA pretty much. I wasn't doing any raids until pretty much they were already you know done. Uh, but, um, uh, in Shadowlands, I was actually getting, I was actually keeping pace with a lot of people and being able to have, have a lot of fun with it and, and enjoy the content. So, and you play uh horde, right? I play both. Play, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I right. start, it's funny cause I started off, uh, being nothing but Alliance. I mean, uh-huh. I, I wouldn't even consider playing horde. And what got me interested in Horde was the introduction of the Volpera race. Yes. And when I saw the Volpera, I was like, oh, I got to play one of those little guys. Yeah. So I created cute. a Blood Elf character and leveled, leveled it up quick, went through uh, uh, the, you know, all the Voldoon rep that you needed, and boom, got, got the Volpera. It's like, okay. And the, then I started discovering, hmm, well, you know, trolls aren't that bad. I still haven't really gotten into the orcs. Uh, but I like Volpera, and um, I also like Nightborn, sort of. Night- Nightborn was the worst to go and unlock because yeah. the uh, the quest line that you had to do in in Legion was just like it took for freaking ever. Yeah, some of those uh, unlocks for those um, Alliance races definitely felt longer than others. I still haven't done mechanomes yet, oh. and I don't know that I ever will. Yeah, that's so. that's quite a grind to get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I did it, but I think that's because I you know spent so much time in BFA in Mechagon doing that stuff anyway, so it was a little bit easier for me. But somebody just starting off, a lot of very grindy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And now I think it's gotten to the point where you actually don't have to grind through stuff anymore. It's, um, I, I think, or or do they still have you do that? You I still have to go and... I think you still have to do some stuff, but it's not as bad as it used to be. Uh, I don't, okay. I, I have already unlocked it, so I don't really know. But I did see a blue post something about how they're making it a little bit easier. Uh, yeah, I think at this point, you know, considering that we haven't, well, we've got, we've got a new race now and... 
uh, Dragonflight, of course. But we have it's been several years since we've had the allied races. Yeah, I concur. Uh, you know, in in play. So let's just unlock them for everybody and get on. Absolutely, and get on with it. Absolutely. Well, uh, let's get to the subject of the day. Uh, Shadowlands. Shadowlands ended officially November twenty eighth. Which was great. <laughs> While Granddad's over there clapping. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, did you tell us a little bit about the content uh, that you were involved with during Shadowlands? You know, uh, casual raiding, Mythic Plus, gold making. You know, what 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 was the content you did? Shadowlands was. I would say the first time that I really, really, really got into end uh, end game content, uh, specifically raiding, and um, and Mythic Plus. I I don't do PvP. I never will. I have problems enough trying to go and beat a computerized AI. So I'm not even going to imagine trying to go and tackle like a, a human opponent because they'll they'll just kick my ass and that'll be that. Um, but uh, raiding and Mythic Plus is my thing. Um, Oddly, to this day, I still uh, haven't uh, gotten uh, um, KSM. <laughs> I still haven't gotten Keystone Master. I've come close several times. Actually, I came close about three different times in Shadowlands. And it just, I was like a couple hundred points away. And I was just like, I just can't do this anymore. I just, I just can't deal with the grind of it. And it really gets tough. Those last two hundred points are really, really difficult to achieve. Yeah, because you know you're completing, <clears throat> you're completing them, and you're getting like maybe twenty to ten points per, and you're like, wow, this is uh, this is going to take some time. You know, this is it gets painful. It is it gets painful. Yeah. And the thing is, what what I noticed was in Mythic Plus, the thing is the last couple dungeons that you need to go and get these points are typically going to be the ones that give you the biggest problem yeah and that's one you know because you're already avoiding the ones that are problematic so you you know you're leaving yeah. the, <laughs> leaving the two last ones that are the most difficult um, absolutely we, we like to do in our guild for that type of scenario is if there's a couple that are kind of a, a pain in the butt type dungeon mm-hmm. is uh you know we'll do those on like a, a 13 or a 12 and then just mm-hmm. do some 17s and a couple other ones to offset the uh, points. Gotcha. Yeah, and that, that that that's the smart way to do it. I mean, if you can if you can get away with with doing it at uh, like you said uh, a, a 12 or 13, 10 or 11, and then like the ones that are easy for you, the ones that come naturally to you, go and do them at like 17, 18, and up. Yeah to to offset that that's that's really the way to go it is some of them you just i'm waiting i'm waiting for blizzard to go and play the game where uh to get where to get ksm you're going to have to have like a 15 in each dungeon yeah yeah because i think that was what they're trying to go for originally and now it's you know just getting your points and it's just, just making sure you system. get your points yeah yeah um which I think I think people would rage if they made it like you you have to have a minimum fifteen or sixteen in each dungeon. Yeah, that uh, yeah I don't I don't think there would be as uh, many people happy with that change. But I mean, there's always a lot of changes in the in the game from season to season, expansion to 
expansion patch to patch. So we'll see. I do. I will go and say that between rating and mythic plus, um, I like rating better. Um, I would say the reason why I like rating the most is probably because I like the bigger dynamic of the larger group. I, I really do. Yeah. It's, it's nice to know that I can do something stupid in a fight and uh, we can still go, we can still go and end out and end out uh, coming up on top. True. And, and still, and still, and still winning. Uh, in Mythic Plus, you have a small group. You have like five people, and like I'm typically playing DPS. And if I happen to uh, miss like a counter shot, you know, if, if 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 I miss something like that, or if I miss a CC or something like that, that can be the difference between us timing it and us not timing it. Yeah, and. And the error and and the margin of error is literally that slim, especially once you get. I noticed, especially once you get like in the fifteens and higher. I mean, you have to understand the path that you're going to take. You have to understand all the strats, and they have to be executed to almost near perfection. It's very difficult to recover from a, a flub up. Yeah. Uh, once you, once you get at that level, especially uh, some of the dungeons do not have like a, a skip. Or a you know when you die come back in yeah. and it takes you know, either teleport to the kind of like the next area forward you know there's there were several that didn't have that so the dungeons that they had in season four that they brought back I think from Legion I yep. think it was one of the, the Karazans mm-hmm. they were notorious for that I think, yeah both Karazans were really long you had to run them back yeah. after you died yeah. And that that was that was that was a complaint that I saw early on, right? Thankfully, Grimrail Depot is uh, kind of unique because you just respawn at the train. You know, when you first jump down, getting on the train, yeah. So that was a short skip, but still didn't skip that much. But nevertheless, skip the the wiser. Um, exactly. So I uh, during Shadowlands, I bounced around doing a lot of different things. I started making, doing gold making, and then I was uh, a casual for several, uh, several months. Uh, most of season one Shadowlands, I was a casual. I found a couple pug groups to do raiding with, but for the most part, um, I was in a, a guild that was pretty, pretty light on folks coming online on a regular basis. So I, uh, Eventually transferred at the beginning of season two to a different guild and went back to playing Alliance and uh, getting into raiding and Mythic Plus pretty heavy. And that season two was the first time I have ever gotten KSM. And same way, uh, thank you. And uh, and it was a lot. It was a lot of effort. Um, a lot of guildies helped me. So shout out to everybody in Stormborn for helping uh, get KSM. And, uh, you know, and we're it's a heroic raiding guild, and so our objective is always to AOTC, and we have achieved that. Um, so far, every, every uh, season and every raid here so far, um, except, for, except for season four, 
that kind of oddball season because there was no uh, AOTC. So, right. Um, yeah. I, cool season though. I like the I like the concept. I, yeah. I, for for filler content, it wasn't it wasn't a bad idea. They they threw some new things out there that were kind of fun. I agree. I'm kind of fifty fifty split on. Kind of wish they would have continued on with season three. And uh, however, I do like the variety that came with season four, being able to go back and do Castle Nathria, which was. Uh, I'll be talking a little bit about that here soon and doing all of the raids, the faded and trying out the different faded mechanics. And then as they progressed through the season, they allowed us to have more faded. So you could have up to all four of the faded affixes in the raid. And that was just comical because it was chaos, pure chaos. You got the regular raid yeah, mechanics and you have all four going out and you're trying to get the, you know, the, 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 the faded stuff. And, soaking and killing and interrupting and and then you got the mechanics and bosses would either melt and uh, go down very quickly uh, or they you know you'd start start struggling because the overlap and mechanics with the faded stuff so that was that was a hoot but um yeah so that's that's pretty much what i did in shadowlands uh, how how did you feel how did you like the actual story of Shadowlands from the beginning to the end? Did you did you like the story? Did you really get into it? Did you feel like it was a little weird and kind of a, a miss or Okay. Um I actually put a lot of thought into this because I I spent some time trying to review the whole story from the beginning to the end and everything and what all was going on. And the best comparison I can come up with is if you've ever taken a an English lit or writing class in high school or college level, and they give you so, and they give you a, a group assignment where it's kind of like a community story project. The first person will start off. You'll you'll sit around you'll sit around a table and discuss an idea to write about first person will write you know four or five paragraphs four or five pages right and then they pass it on to the next person and they write four or five pages and then the next person four or five pages and then so on and so forth all the while nobody's really talking to each other the only thing is as each person goes through the progression they're they just have you know what's been submitted to them by the other writers right with no direction. I mean, you just have to figure out where you're going to go with it. And that's what I kind of felt Shadowlands was like. It was kind of like a group project where no one, and I mean absolutely no one on the writing staff, knew what was coming to them from one month or one day to the next. And it just seemed like, you know, uh, you know, we're going to start off with this concept of this dude who is a big bad and he's going to go and end all of creation. And, you know, and then and then we're going to go and uh, we're going to go and say, OK, well, let's go and get Sylvanas involved in this. Let's go and say that she got uh, 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 connived into helping him. And, you know, all you know, and it was it was just <laughs> The whole damn story just seemed disjointed from day one, and, and it didn't make any sense. 
And I think what they were trying to do with it is they were trying to go and tie up loose ends in the in 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 the lore of the whole game right. that had a lot of people outraged going back to like the whole tree burning thing. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the schism in, in the horde between, uh, Sylvanas and, um, what was the name of the orc that challenged her? Oh, uh, trying to remember who it was. I know Thrall came back. Wasn't Thrall though. No, it was, uh, uh, Sourfang. Sourfang. Thank you. Verox Sourfang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the schism between between the between those two, and it was it was you know trying to go and resolve all that and have it make sense in one expansion was was, was just sheer folly. Yeah, it was very confused confusing. You know, you had uh, Taranda going after Sylvanas, and so we're trying to go rescue her. But somehow we're all going together, forward an alliance, and we all make it on top of Ice Crown Citadel together and jump down in the bottomless <laughs> pit of doom. And but even though the skybox is, it's just, it was confusing. But it um, it was it was horribly confusing. And and at the end, it was just like you have all these people uh, screaming and being validated that Sylvanas did nothing wrong. It was all the jailer. Rah, 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 yeah, yeah, you know. Whether jailer or no, she burnt down like a whole tree with a whole bunch of elves on it. Okay, and I think they tried to go and uh, tie that all up very neatly at the end and have her say it's like, well, you know, I did what I did and I knew what I was doing and you know I'm willing to accept the punishment. Blah blah blah. But it was it. I mean, bottom line for me, the story was just completely sloppy writing from beginning to end, and um, I think it was. I think the reason for the sloppiness of the story were the people that were involved in it at the time. There were a lot of people, you know, in Blizzard uh, at the beginning of Shadowlands that were doing a lot of dirty, nasty stuff. And um, when they stepped out of the picture and when they were fired or when they walked away, however you, however you wanted, however you want to look at it, um, then the people that were still there, you know, trying to do their jobs and earn their paycheck, we're just like, well, what the hell do we do now? Yeah, it was a very trying time for the game during Shadowlands. Uh, with it was the litigations going on, the, the the strikes and the morale at Blizzard. It was uh, a real low point and for to, the game. It was, and to be fair, I think the game and the, the playability and the enjoyability of the game was a reflection of the internal strife that was going on at the company. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, definitely. It, it is nice that they, uh, did tie some of the loose ends up out there and kind of, uh, progressed into Dragonfly as with a, almost a whole new fresh storyline. Yep. Uh, obviously, it's Cadgar nice to be back is on back. Azeroth too. Um, yeah, you know, Cad- Cadgar is a, a returning player, and it's you know, it's not about Horden Alliance, and we're back to Azeroth, like you said. It the feeling of Shadowlands was very different. I I 
there were many times uh, I'd be doing a quest and, you know, a cinematic would pop up and I'm like, I don't know, this is kind of weird, but okay. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, the whole jailer thing was kind of weird and then find out his name is Zaval and, you know, it's just a lot of weirdness that, you know, supposedly he has been in the backlight for so long, but this is the first time we heard about him. It's just, it was very, very strange to have a villain of that caliber and all of a sudden we just find out about it and then he's he's gone he's done like he's not you know he, he's not coming back for dragonflight um, yeah it's really it, yeah the whole zaval thing i agree was was totally crazy it's like you've got this guy that was in the background pulling strings in uh warcraft as going back as far as what like warcraft 3 right game wise and but there were but there were never any clues there were never any hints it's just like we're going to create this dude and we're going to say he's responsible for this 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 and this right and i'm like and and every and there were a lot of people especially people that were you know like lore experts on the game and people that were writers and whatnot saying how do you how do you just throw this guy in here and say he is the root of all you know all this stuff yeah he is the cause he he is the cause he is the reason why arthas became the lich king <laughs> and all this stuff I'm like, yeah you know, where do you where do you where do you realistically uh justify all this it was it was crazy it it, it, was, it was it was definitely crazy and you know it's good that we're moving on you know there's there were some good points though to the story i like the stuff around uh uh, Taranda and the yep. you know the Night Warrior thing that was pretty cool. Um, of course, the Yasera stuff uh, that was pretty pretty good. I liked a lot of the Arden Wheel story. So, yeah, overall, I say if I had to, if I had to give it a number, I would say probably five out of ten. I'd work. I'd go with that. Maybe a maybe a six because I had I I have more uh more uh more per more personal achievements that are actually tied to it uh things like i i you know during shadowlands i actually really expanded the number of warcraft friends that i have now and the number of guilds and so forth that i've become associated with so that was a good thing um i think the artwork one thing that i have noticed is regardless of whether the story's been good or bad the artwork and the music always i always want to give it a 10 out of 10 the music and exactly and i would say the the artwork and the models and the zones yep. i would say blizzard keeps improving and doing better and better and better definitely 10 out of 10 there if if we were yeah. breaking things down music was a great the zones were beautiful yep. and they all fit exactly what they were supposed to be. They did. They did. I thought the cinematics were, were awesome from an artwork, from an art perspective. Uh, I liked all those um, little stories that they did leading up to Shadowlands too. I liked the style of artwork that they did with them uh, on, you know, like on Sylvanas and uh, the one that they did on, um, uh, I think they, who else did they do? Well, there's the oh. Ursock, which I yep. am still very upset about that. And then, that, that was neat. Uh, Thrall's mother. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, who was it? Um, Uther. They did Uther. one on Uther. Yeah. Which was cool. It was very yeah, cool. Love that. And it's kind of nice to 
hear a little bit more about Uther. You know, he's always been kind of this, uh, you know, this paladin general that is, you know, very famous to uh, train and mentor Arthas Minethil. And then, you know, they have that big battle and he falls and, you know, gets pierced by Arthas's uh, sword and from Frostmourne. And so it's great to kind of hear more about Uther and him coming back and into the story for sure. Yeah. And it was really interesting. I liked, uh, the, uh, the, the pre-story on, on Uther because they show how, you know, Uther goes down, uh, to go and claim Arthas's soul when he dies. And it's just like, they're hanging on to the ball and Uther's like, oops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just kind of yeah. let's go and then and, and and off he and and down Arthas goes into the mall. And you know, at that time he's like, This is justice. This this is what Arthas deserved. Right. And uh and Devos is like in total agreement with him on it and everything. But by the end of the whole Shadowland story, Uther realizes this wasn't justice, this was vengeance, and that was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. Yes. Uh, speaking of, so we're, we just got to talk about some of the zones. Uh, what was your favorite <laughs> yeah. zone? Oh, easy. Ardenweald. Ardenweald. I like it. Ardenweald. I could, I would live in Ardenweald for the rest of my life if it, if it actually existed. True. I just wouldn't want to have to do that world quest with the fairy dust. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> that was, that was one that I would, I would, die every time i just my fairy dust would run out and i'd fall from the sky thankfully <laughs> i was druid so i just shapeshifted into my flight form but there you go uh my, you know i would have to say uh due to the the music and the aesthetics uh revendreth was actually my favorite zone cool I very that, that was a good one I very much enjoyed the the the, the story of the venthyr and uh prince and and you know them kind of like a civil war um and there was, there's a lot there in that zone. There's kind of fighting, finding out how the light came and there was a battle with the light. And yep. that's, you know, that's why there's some areas of the zone that, you know, are, has, has got some remnants of the light left and so great storyline there. Um, and I have to say my favorite raid is Castle Nathria as well for the <laughs> same reasons. So, I just like the Venthyr stuff. I like I like the vamp the vampy boy stuff, and uh, yeah, Nathria was a good raid. I I would say my favorite raid out of the three was probably uh, Sanctum of Domination. Um, uh, I've I've grown to be a big Sylvanas fan, and I think the the final having Sylvanas as the final battle at at uh, Sanctum was great. Um, I liked Sepulchre. It was nice, but for some reason. I kept feeling that um I don't know. I, I just think that Zoval was kind of like a and Zoval and, and the other two fights there towards the end, uh Lords of Dread and um what was the other one? Uh Rigalon. Yeah, yeah, Rigalon. Um I just kind of felt like they were throw ins, like like Yeah. We need to go and wrap we need to go we need to go and wrap up this uh this expansion i I thought i'm i'm kind of thinking that initially uh they might have been thinking we're gonna go and end this raid with 
the Anduin fight. It should have been ended like there, to be honest. And then have because that that was that was one here. of the toughest yeah. that was one of the toughest fights in uh, in Sepulcher. And I I remember who was it? I remember like some of the other uh, some of the other uh, raid teams that I was talking with. They were like uh, doing. They were like on their two hundredth heroic pull of Anduin, still trying to go and get them down. It was that tough. It was. It took us a lot of pulls too. I want to say it was in the nine uh, in the sixties. Oh um, wow! But that was after the nerfs too, so we were already a little yeah, behind. Yeah, this was pre-nerf. Some, <laughs> some t- you know, some teams were very ahead of us. Uh, you know, we, we got in there and we did some polls before the nerfs, and we didn't yeah, get them. Okay. Yeah, it was like eighty percent. We got Anduin down to about eighty percent. But yeah, uh, once those nerfs started coming in, we were able to clear it. But and then once we that had did a, make it a lot easier. It did, but it it really felt like Anduin was was the final yeah. boss there in in Sepulchre. and maybe just maybe they might have initially had plans for Lords of Dread Rigalon and Zoval to be like a separate raid. Yeah, I mean they were talking about having a fourth a fourth season and a fourth uh, patch. You know, even at yep. the beginning of Shadowlands, that they were you know because um, their their hopes and aspirations were to get the patches out sooner in in uh sequential order you know coming out you know maybe six months in between content however that didn't happen for whatever there were several reasons uh and so i think they scrapped it i think you're right i think they just slapped you know the last three in with anduin and they called it good yep yep well i i can give you i can give you one hypothetical reason why they why they didn't uh, have a fourth raid that people were leaving in droves that's true <laughs> there were a lot of people leaving company during that time uh both uh voluntarily and some forced and uh so yeah it was a it was that was a interesting time the last two years it was, Blizzard. It and was. even and for I think... us as the community you know seeing that stuff yep well and i think um i think blizzard learned a lot from that expansion you know they were painful lessons um definitely uh had had a fall off in the in the size of the community and um in terms of uh in terms of subscriptions and in terms of player engagement but uh one thing that i can say uh in on behalf of blizzard and in their favor is it seems like after about 9.1.5 they really started genuinely listening to the Warcraft community. That's true. And they started uh there was I remember seeing a bunch of stuff start coming out and then they started talking about the future um i.e. Dragonflight and yep. it was a complete 360, you know. One of the big things for me was when they opened it up to where you could freely switch your covenants without having those uh, stones or whatever it was gated about how much time during the week. You could only switch covenants like every couple of days and yeah, same way yeah, with your, yeah. your covenant abilities and stuff like that. And <laughs> I remember Ian in an interview saying, well, no, we don't want it, you know, to change, uh, because we want it to, the feeling of selecting your covenant to be impactful. But then all this stuff started happening 
And they just did a total <laughs> flip, and now it's like, yeah, go ahead. You can change your covenant uh, anytime you want to. Just go ahead and do it, you know? You can change your covenant more than you change your underwear. Exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in many cases, in many players' cases, that was probably true. <laughs> yeah, it's right. And I, I will say, I, I did really enjoyed uh, Sanctum as well, because that is when I got back into raiding pretty hardcore and, and found the new guild that I'm in and, and have yeah. had a lot of amazing uh, raid nights with them and a lot of amazing nights of, uh, you know, playing some Mythic Plus together and, you know, just being online together. So, um, favorite dungeon. Favorite dungeon. Oh, from Shadowlands? Yep, from Shadowlands. Uh, uh, well, I can automatically eliminate uh, any of the Maldraxxus dungeons because I hated them both. Me too. I'm glad I thought we're... they were horrid. Yeah, they were rough. They were rough, yeah. I thought they were horrid. And even though I loved, honestly, even though I loved Ardenweald as a zone, um, I didn't care for the two dungeons there so much. Um, uh, uh, the other side really irritated me. That was the, the, and the thing was, it was funny. I could do everything on the other side, except for the final battle, the final battle, um, with the final battle just always vexed me constantly had the, had the damnedest time with that. Oh, wow. And the, yeah. And the thing that got me on, um, what was the, uh, what was the, what was the other dungeon in Orden Weald? Um, Oh, the, um, oh, what's it called? The, the, the maze. Mist of Tear yeah. and Scythe. Yeah, yeah, Mist of Tear Oh, that was. Uh, Dreamweaver, Dreamweaver annoyed the oh, living Dreamweaver. She, oh, that was one of the hardest <laughs> bosses in any dungeon. It was. It was. And the damn little fox <laughs> that, that would freeze yeah, you. Yeah, the fox. Not only do you have to figure out the pattern and the flowers and, <laughs> you know, whatnot, yep. see which one you have to kill for the ad. And then the tank has to make sure they're hitting the interrupt. And then there's the fox that has to be CC'd yep. or kited around. It was yep. very complex. And uh, yeah, that. <laughs> that was a nasty fight. Dreamweaver was That was nasty. actually, I actually thought that was the nasty, the nastiest fight of the whole dungeon. I oh, thought yeah. it was tougher than the, than the final. It was. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, but the favorite dungeons, I would have to say, I could, I could just kind of like flip a coin on any given day. Both of the Revendreth dungeons, I really enjoy, uh, Sanguine Depths and help me out. Halls of Atonement. Halls of Atonement. Mm. There you go. I like both of those dungeons. I, I liked, uh, now one thing that was nice with Halls is uh, if you had a rogue or if you had the right potions, you could just, you could go and skip. Yes. At that one point. Yeah. Going up going up to the second boss. Yeah, going up that was, stairs, getting there's yep, going, going from the, the first boss to the second boss. You could almost skip that entire pack of um there's several packs, but you could skip all that trash on the way. Yeah. That was nice. That was nice. That was nice. And I like Sanguine Depths because it kind of I thought that Sanguine Depths out of all the dungeons, probably for me at least, it kind of flowed the best. Yeah, very straightforward. Um, very straightforward, and I like the size of the I like the size of the the mobs, and it seemed like the bosses were far enough apart. So, I mean, from a hunter's perspective, so that you could have all your cooldowns 
uh, ready to go by the time you hit your next boss. Yeah. Yeah. I liked how, how I liked how the pacing was. I do like the bosses in there. I like the music. I like the aesthetics. So, yep. Yep. Totally agree. That's my, I could just live in the Venthyr area, and I'm I'm good. <laughs> yep, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Uh, okay. What will you miss the most about Shadowlands? Oh wow! I know that um, might be impossible to answer, but that's okay. Actually, um, actually, uh, and uh, a few a few players that I play with would agree with me on this. Uh, one of the things that i'm gonna be that i'm gonna miss are the covenant abilities um specifically like in like an arden wield you had the soul shape thing yeah i love that that was freaking awesome to be able and the fact that you could go and get so many um you, know, you could you could get so many different skins to it like you could be like a turtle or you could be like an owl or a lizard or a rabbit or a fox or you know whatever all you know all these different animals uh you could even be like uh, an oriental dragon yeah um uh and uh, i i love that and that was really cool and and that i actually miss now the the offensive and defensive abilities uh, many of those have been like translated to talents in Dragonflight, so we don't miss them. But uh, uh, Soul Shape is gone. Although I do think it is possible to obtain a toy where you can assume where you can assume the Soul Shape, yeah. But you don't have the benefit of the teleport or the fast movement. Yes, yeah, they have that toy. It's more of aesthetic, and it's—I think it's got like and a I've five minute, toy. ten minute uh, cooldown. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of long. Got that toy. Do you? Yeah. I have not gotten it yet. I—I I need to go get it. Yeah, it's—it's it, it's worth getting. That—that that was that was just fun. Um, and then then there were like other movement things, like uh, the Venthyr had like some type of a dimension door, door of shadows. Yep, yeah. door of shadows. That was really cool. I like that. Uh, when I was first playing my DK. I actually used it in uh, kind of like an, an unusual kind of way. I would use that when I was playing my DK. I would use that as an as part of my opener to like instantly teleport right to the target. Yeah. Um, however, that they they uh, my my buddies told me like after doing that as a tank a couple of times, don't do that no more <laughs> because. <laughs> because because the thing is uh i i found out that apparently um if i would use that uh if i would use door of shadows then they would end up pulling threat from me and then by the time i actually teleported there and then uh you know and then actually started doing stuff to generate threat and and pull the targets to me it they they were already they were already being massacred so that that didn't work out too well but it still looked neat as hell that's true i will still I will, stand yeah. by that no it was pretty cool ability yeah i, I will say being, i being it yeah being a tank and you use door of <laughs> shadows and you teleport right behind your target it's like hey mother you right know? and i i i used it a lot in xerath mortis when that first came out and we didn't have flying uh -huh. i made sure to go venthyr so that way i could get up top of the rocks i could just uh door a shadow up to them and get my item yeah yeah i'm gonna miss that um, i i agree with you i'm gonna miss the covenant abilities that aren't baked in right now to the talent points um like the soul shape with the arden wheel yep. i totally missed that 
uh, that was such a great thing to for, for uh, getting out of raid mechanics. You know, some something gets swirly, gets put on the floor, and you got to get out real quick. You just hit your soul shape and go through. And there's a couple bosses where, like on Painsmith, you could yes. soul shape through the balls, and yep. you were good. And it was great. I did, it. I did that too. <laughs> and it was it was great to have that ability. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, bat and uh, from Bastion, you had like the you had like the little servant. Oh yeah, yeah. That was nice uh, for tanks because it gave you a vial that would. Yep. Uh, that's like a health potion, but it also cleared like diseases and poisons as well. Yeah. Um, which yeah yeah. It also would clear necrotic stacks on necrotic week, which was uh, great. Really. Yeah. I didn't know it would do that. Wow. Yeah. Pretty uh pretty good. That's why a lot of tanks uh would go Kyrian is because of that ability. Yep. Uh getting that vial for necrotic week and you know, I know uh sub tank classes they were switching between a couple different covenants depending on the week, but the content. So anyways, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> um I I would say uh, I'm not sure what I'm not gonna miss. Uh, that's a hard question. Can I can I, can I just can I just Absolutely. be rude and ignorant yeah, and say everything the, else? Yeah. <laughs> um, I won't miss everything else. I really enjoyed that first opening quest section when you're with Bane and Thrall. Yeah, that was kind of neat because it was very nostalgic to you know quest with Jaina Thrall and Bane but I don't know what I would I I I have to say I don't know if I'm gonna miss anything about Shadowlands. Yeah, I mean um Corthia I, I hated Corthia. I didn't like the aesthetic there. It was like everything was just dead. Yeah. It was just like another um, content rep grind where it's like uh here you go and now you gotta ground this new rep out yeah exactly um i'm not gonna miss the maw because everything was dead in the maw the maw was horrible um well and and the thing was it's like the first time i went through it wow this is this is kind of gruesome but it's still cool at the same time and then the second time it's like yeah well okay i guess i have to go through the maw again yeah then by the third time it was like Oh God, I gotta go through the maw again. When they came out with the maw skip, I was just like, "Oh yes, thank you, I thank you, agree. powers that be at Blizzard." Yes, I couldn't wait to. I couldn't wait for that maw skip to kick in. I was very happy when they came out with all the skips because it's very daunting to take an alternate was, character. We never a, talked about Torgast Tor- either. Torgast was okay. Okay, I think I think Tor. I mean, for me, Torghast I thought started out kind of sucky. Yes, it but then by the end it got. But but then by the end it got fun. Yeah. Then it, by the end it was fun. It was fun I'll, at I'll the end, yeah, because they that. they did enough adjustments and changing, and you didn't have to necessarily feel compelled to go in there and run it as many times to get, you know, the mats yeah. uh, to build your legendary, and exactly. that felt bad at the very beginning as being forced into having to run it. When you might not yep. want to, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. It's, it's a fun concept, sure. Yeah, and by the end, they were putting fun things in, like they were putting, like I think I believe they were putting transmog pieces in place, and there were, um, 
I think there were pets that they were tossing in there. I know one of the things that I liked about Torghast at the end was if you were leveling up an alt, um, you could go into Torghast and uh, do it for experience. Right. Yeah, they added that in the end as well. With the, and that was really, yeah. really nice because you could you could knock out what was it like fifty thousand experience uh, on a Torghast run or something like that. It was it was a lot of XP, right? And and it, and it, and it beat the hell out of going through the zones over and over again. <laughs> That's exactly it. You can only get so much of Meldraxis. That's the, yeah, yeah. I I also noticed that uh, and. You know, it's 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 not on topic, but I've also noticed that they're already introducing skips in Dragonflight, which is which is good to see that they're continuing that. Yes, I concur. It's it's nice that they're respecting our time if we want to play an alternate character and say, hey, you've already done all this stuff leading up to this. Do you want to do it over again? And people have the option. So if they wanted to, they could, but people like myself who just wants to get this character leveled up so they can play an end game. I don't want to have to go through it again. Some folks enjoy the story so much to where they're okay doing it three or four times. I'm not, I like the story, no. but a couple of times is good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm in a situation right now where I still have only one character at level 70 and then, then I have like several others in the sixties and, um, you know, the skip is going to be very beneficial, especially if I have an alternative way to go and grind XP and get the get those alts up to seventy in a very quick fashion. Yeah, and they've uh, they've added in some quality of life things that help alternate characters, like the dragon riding that's account bound, so you don't have to re go through all that yep, process. That's nice. You can quest. You can jump in and quest anywhere. You can do the storyline like the the scripted version or you can pick a zone and just go and if you want to quest an azure span you go quest an azure span first so that's yeah. kind of nice yep yep well granddad do you have uh anything else you'd like to talk about shadowlands Uh, about Shadowlands, um, I think it was a very painful expansion. I don't know of too many people that would disagree with me, but it, I came away with a lot of good memories from it. I think if I had been playing it solo and I hadn't met as many new friends as I did during yep. Shadowlands, uh, which I believe includes you among others, um, I think it would have been a really sucky expansion for me. And I don't know that I would have stuck through the, uh, you know, all, all the, all the different patches. But, uh, I think the key for me was the community kept me involved and, uh, you know, uh, kept me active. And that's in, at least in that sense, um, it was a good expansion for me in that way. Indeed, we wouldn't have been able to meet if it wasn't for Shadowlands. So I'll, uh, I'll give, it the, give it that one. Yep. I would, I would say in closing, um, yep. <laughs> I Definitely. had a lot of fond memories in Shadowlands, including meeting yourself, doing our Irish, uh, you know, our, our St. Patrick's Day event. Uh, which was a hoot, oh my that I had a blast. Um, that was yes. fun. 
Yeah. And then, you know, but I also have a lot of bad memories of the expansion. And not only just the expansion itself, but the stuff that was going on in my personal life then. So it's both good and happy memories, when, and it's half bad. So I'm glad to close this chapter and move forward. Yep. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. I think uh, I think uh, I think the WoW community has a lot to look forward to with Dragonflight. I think that Blizzard has learned many lessons in dealing with the community as a result of Shadowlands. Um hopefully, you know, they'll always keep this in memory and they won't repeat the mistakes that they made then. And uh at least for now, I think we can count on them doing that. It seems like they are very responsive. Uh, the The big news, of course, uh, if you haven't uh, uh, seen the news on Wowhead or or from Blizzard lately, Chris Metzen is back, and he is involved in the game. And I don't know Chris personally, but I know what he's responsible for in terms Absolutely. of the game and the content. To see that and I think that well, can only be a good thing. Well, uh where can they find folks out in the community to find you? Well, you can find me on most social media. I am on Instagram, although I don't quite post so much there. I'm trying to be better with that. I do most of my posting on Twitter as well, Granddad. And I also have a uh, gaming exclusive account Uh um, named after my main character, Lady Christina. Uh, so you can find me posting stuff on either one of those. I will be returning to Twitch beginning January 1st, 2023. We're going to kick things off with a 12-hour stream. I'm not sure on the timing yet, but I'm leaning towards noon to midnight. And we're going to be doing giveaways and uh, playing Nothing but World of Warcraft. I might go and flip back and forth between the current game and uh, uh, and classic, but uh, I I definitely will be playing the retail game a lot. I we we may just go and do a um, a whole leveling thing where I start off with a level one or a level ten character and uh, and just uh, bring them up. That's a wonderful idea for that. Um, and just hang out with people. Yeah, I, I, I may go and do that as a charity uh, stream as well. I've noticed that Twitch, is, uh, Twitch has become more active in, uh, you know, connecting streamers with worthwhile charities. Um, so I, I may go and participate in that. I'm not sure about that either. I'm just, I'm just very excited to get back in the streaming period. I, I actually, I think I pretty yeah, much stopped not when, too long uh, after our St. Patrick's Day stream. So I don't remember exactly a lot up there, but yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, I am I am looking very much to uh, to join the Twitch community again. I've already been talking with several streamers, including yourself, um, trying to get the word out. And uh, uh, I think it's going to be I think I'm going to be coming in with uh, kind of like a whole new attitude, a whole fresh look at things. And uh, I think we'll get back to the whole point of streaming on Absolutely. Twitch, which is just and hanging out with your friends and having at- fun. Twitter at Devin Allen Green 
and on Twitch, I stream. Uh, I've been streaming raid nights, and I'm over at uh, Twitch.tv backslash Devin A Green. And thank you so much for tuning in to episode 16, The End of Shadowlands. Have a good night. Night.